This week's episode is brought to you by helium. You want to make your voice sound weird? Then breathe helium. Helium, I'm going to pass out now. Buddy, welcome to Nexus tonight, the only podcast where we may or may not be wearing pants. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing pants for sure. Okay, I'm, I may or may not be, so we have like a 75% chance of total pantsness. True. That's cool. Anyway, uh, today we're talking about uh, Mega Colony and specifically Protect Clans on the whole, because last week we bagged on uh, Excel Clans, so I figure... It's time for Protect to get their due. So, um, in the last week or so, there have been a lot of uh, reveals for the upcoming Destructive Roar uh, booster set. And almost all of those cards have been Mega Colony. So... I think that's good, because Mega Colony is definitely the biggest question mark of that set, right? Well, Mega Colony has well, just... been a question mark across the board. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But you look at something like Spike Brothers, you're like, okay, we kind of know what they're going to be doing at any point. Yeah. You look at Tajikaze, you're like, well, they showed their mechanic already. We're like, well, what the hell? Yeah. And then now Metacolony. So it, in in everybody's head, it should be, okay, so it's going to be about stunning stuff. But even from the beginning of Vanguard, it's never been especially uh, potent. Right, and the real big problem with Mega Colony from the from the you know throughout Vanguard is they have all this stuff and then nothing to punish your opponent for it. Yeah, like your opponent just gets to sit there and be like, "Hey, you're not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. So neither of us do anything." And if you have to spend your Vanguard to make me not do something, that means my Vanguard still does something. Yeah, I mean, like they used to. Like, near the end of the GRA, you had Overwhelm, but, like, everybody else got a crit in a quad drive, so that was nothing special, you know? Oh, <laughs> well, that card was sweet. Yeah. But also needed to exist, like, way before. Because, you know, by the end of GRA, everything was kind of absurd. Overwhelm was, like, good, but not, like, busted. Mm-hmm. And then, like, everyone's uh, response to that was, like, well, Major Colony is not supposed to be about killing the opponent. It's supposed to be about grinding them out. I'm like, okay, right. that's Here's great and everything. Every single deck in this game is about killing your opponent. <laughs> or it should be, anyway. Well, I mean, the way to win the game, uh, minus some small shit, is uh, deal six damage to your opponent. Yeah. So um, you need to kill them at one point. It seemed like the like Link Joker at least figured that out regarding chaos with things like Blue Ball and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that where you... You locked their board down, so they were, you know, either losing or, you know, uh, hemorrhaging resources, and then you kill, you, you finish them off with this big board of like, all right, plus fifteen k to my front row. You got enough cards that you haven't been drawing for the last three turns? No, okay, you're dead. Whereas, Magic Colony, you had like, I don't know, fucking, you know, Machining Destroyer stunning their Vanguard and like hoping that works out, mm-hmm. or you know. Fucking overwhelm. Okay, I am gonna draw three cards and then quad drive this turn, then draw three cards and then Optorandus, and it just it goes on and on and on like that to the point of like people. Mega Colony decks would run two GBHs because they could and because you had to. I mean, what else are you gonna play? Yeah, but like not killing someone with the GBA, you were you you were losing anyway. But to Mega Colony, mm-hmm. it's just another fucking Tuesday for them. 
Yeah. Uh, and Mega always had this problem for a long time. So every time they got something like super sweet via like even in old sets, they it would and then, like almost immediately people would be like people people would hype up Mega Colony. They'd be like, oh shit, look at this broken shit. And then you would play them and be like, how do I win? Like when uh, what's the break ride? Uh, what's his name? Uh, not Stag Beetle. Is it? Um, no, it's not Stag Beetle. It's freaking uh. Anywho, that guy. <laughs> I'll, people, I'll I'll look it up while you keep talking. Uh, yeah, people were like, oh, like when that guy first came out, or when it's like first spoiled or whatever. People were like, oh my god, this guy's so busted. He like stops your opponent from using their vanguard. And then, like, you're like, A, this doesn't win the game, and B, it's break right era, so your opponent probably has, like, 50,000 gay threes. Yeah. Uh, Cyclomatooth was the name we were looking for, by the way. Oh, yeah, okay. Cyclomatooth. And also, this was uh, fucking BT-15. When was the last time Megatolony got support before this? BT-04? Oh, if if that, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, the first Megatolony support in over a year. Yeah, and sure, this is a pretty solid break ride because it's free. You don't have to counterblast or anything. But like, he, like you said, there's like I carry a bunch of break threes in my hand on purpose, so mm-hmm. this is a bad time. Um, I mean, I guess there's just the other like side point of them just not having enough support for this even to make make sense. Yeah. Well, then the result so, like, and the the G era equivalent of Cyclonistooth was uh, Obtarandus himself, or Amadeus, as I called him, but. Uh, who, who was the exact opposite of Cyclomatooth, which was you counterblast two and the opponent can't call rear guards during the current turn and the turn after that one. Mm-hmm. And this was, of course, in an era where uh, your rear guards mattered a lot more than your vanguard. Um, right. To the point where it kind of became a meme. Do you remember the thing where people were like, it should be called card fight rear guard now. Meh. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure only you said that. I, w- I didn't even agree with it. I was Wait, you mean now or... No, like, even at the time, like, I remember, like, you, like, making fun of it, but I never actually heard anyone say it. Oh. Well, then. Like, yes, rear guards were really important, but really what was important is just, like, rear, I mean, your vanguard alone couldn't win the game, and that was kind of the point people needed to drive home. Yeah, I mean, like, yes, it, it kind of put a pin in multi-attack decks of the time, such as, uh, you know, Gear Chronicle or Grand Blue or whatever, but, like, they, like you said, there's no way to follow it up. So you're just like, all right, I guess I get a turn to put my thumb in my ass. What's the what's yeah, the point here? <laughs> um, so that leads us to to now. What what's it looking like now that we have like a week of mostly mega colony reveals? So what we've noticed the most about the mega colony reveals currently is that there's a lot more ways that mega colony has to gain power. Yeah. So they pretty much gained. Mega Colony got a lot of power gain uh, late into uh, G era, like way too late. And like by that point, it was kind of like not enough. Yeah. Because everyone else had like here's a ton of power gain, and then Meg- and everyone was like, yeah, now rearguard. That's you know that's why rearguards were hitting really hard. Mm-hmm. And then Mega Colony was like, oh, we have like the same want, and then they got it, and it was like less than everyone else. Which is, like, not great. Well, I mean, it, the, the main way to gain power was through Overwhelm, which gave power for every face-down card in the opponent's damage. And right. This, and this was in, in an era where everyone's like, I got about... 
a fifth of my deck is devoted to countercharging. So, you know. Which is not enough. Yeah. The, um, well, like, before uh, this week, the, the cards we know of, uh, aside from, like, you know, the 15k grade one with the shields, uh, we have Phantom Black, who you, you drop a card... Uh, at, when it, uh, at the end, okay, you drop a card when it boosts, and then it gains six ten. Your opponent can't call normal units from hands or guard circle. So, off of that alone, that's like okay. It seems like this is a way to try and finish almost, or you can kind of like overwhelm the opponent with a silent tom type still. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also got. Uh, What's his name? Bloody Hercules. So 9k grade 2. When it uh, appears on rearguard, you can soul blast and have this unit gain power plus 6k. Okay, more power gain. And then also on Vanna Rear, when it hits, you counter charge, and one of your units gets another plus 6k. So before this week, what we know of is, all right, Magic Colony has some counter charging and power gain. Now, what does that mean going into motherfucking... Oh, wait. The, I forgot about whatever this butterfly girl was. Um, to draw PG. No, not not the draw PG. It's a, oh. the 6k grade 1 when placed. You rest it if you do. Choose another rear guard. It gets plus 10k. And if you chose, at the end of the turn, you put the unit you chose into soul and counter charge. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Card. So, yet again, more resource gaining and power. And what is it all for? Well, uh... Going off of, like, the earliest reveal from this last week was Nasty Smog, which is a grade 2 9k, and on rear, all of your opponent's units in the same column as this unit can't intercept, period. And then also, all of your opponent's units in the back row in, as this, as him in the same column can't stand during the stand phase. So, just free. Stop doing stuff. It's free. Um, I hear a lot of people are planning on just putting him in the back and keeping him there. Uh, what? I mean, against non-Kagura for whatever reason. Because if it's all in the same column, then you can be like, all right, just this column is going to be a stalemate for the whole game unless you, you're Kagura, which... I guess. I mean, what what do you think about it? I mean... I don't think that enough client Like... Again, the like, I don't think you want to play this card. You don't. Like, it doesn't do anything proactive. It like sometimes lowers the sh- like how much shield your opponent has by five k, which is a fairly small amount. Mm-hmm. And then like the standing is sometimes relevant. Like that's like the only ability you might play it for. But I don't even feel like this is like worth a card. In the mirror match, it's pretty good because you you can fuck over the phantom black thing but um, i mean maybe but if it's but like that's we're gonna have seven decks and this is gonna be like maybe okay in one of in like a couple matchups and it kind of depends how popular kagero is past that yeah i mean kagero is the master of killing back row stuff so putting yeah. in the back row kind of defeats that purpose maybe it's and a like, nice tech but Calling grade ones is like a really big risk too because they're 10k shield and if you play them they're no you lose that yeah, I think the, so, only, the, the only time you really want to like commit a lot with grade ones is Royal Paladin because they'll recoup themselves. So, right. Um, so you don't have like a, like 
but calling a booster is kind of a big risk, and this just kind of makes it like, well, if they call a booster and they, you know, and they've boosted and I'm not dead, and then I can call this and then not kill them and they can't stand it. It's like, I don't know, not great. This would be a pretty uh, uh, crazy grade one, though, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, it'd be much better as grade one because then it's like an 8K booster, and then it just kind of sits there and is annoying. Yeah. Especially if uh, it's a sort of skill is a little better. But then you have to call. Then you have to actually call a grade one, which sucks. Is so? Is your philosophy on grade ones just don't call them unless you really, really have to? I mean, calling grade ones is pretty dangerous. It is a big shield investment to field, yeah. and so like your grade ones have to be pretty good in order to like want to play them. I think in non uh, force or cell clans, you're gonna have to you have to play your grade ones to hit. Right, yeah. That's uh, definitely true. So, because there's not a lot of these, like, all right, when you attack a Vanguard, get 2k so you can just hit it. No, it's just, as of right now, I think you have to commit more to really hit. Or you just keep slamming at them with, like, huge Vanguard, and then you just don't worry about, uh, and you're eventually they have to run out of PGs. Not, not if they're a Protect win, but yeah, makes sense. Well, uh, or the, the assumption here was that we were playing against Force. Yeah. Please stop moving the goalposts. Thank you. Well, I wasn't trying to, but <laughs> fine. Uh, there's also this like weird. I do you know what this thing's name is? It's like a six K grade zero. This like thing with the megaphone. It looks like a fly. It's machining. It's machining something. Machining. So we'll, we'll just call it machining something because fuck it. Uh, um. So six K grade zero. And when it you... oh hornet hornet okay did we ever get a machining hornet we have a machining hornet now well, no, and I so when it attacks or boosts if you hit the vanguard you can look at top six to find a grade three and then add it to your hand and then if you do and this card's on rear because this ability works on vanguard for some reason uh you put it into soul this card is sweet yeah so yet again more soul stuff and what is it all for you may ask. Who knows? Uh, well, uh, this morning on the stream, we got a uh, machining stag beetle. So, uh, is it the same art? Like, it's almost the same art. I I think they literally just took the art from before and like moved the camera over about four feet. So it's right, like, added a couple missiles and yeah. like said, "Bam, got it." <laughs> See, so instead of the front view, you get like a three quarters view and then missiles. Yeah, and he does the same thing. So uh, on Van Rear, when it appears from hand, call up to two cards from your soul rested. And if it's on Vanguard, during the turn, that you, the, it gains the power of the things you called if it was on Vanguard. Wait, 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 wait. This thing works on rear now? Yes, it does. Excuse me? Yeah, so much better. Excuse me? <laughs> Why are you just allowed to do this? I, I don't know Warden from Holes. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> know. Alright, this is just sweet. This is just sweet. Like, this card, like... This this is the this is the best upgrade machining stag beetle could have hoped for. You know what? I love that they're keeping the sub clan thing. So in premium, you can still do all the machining crap you normally do. Except now you're on a 12k base, and this card works on rear for some reason. Yeah, and well, works on rear, and then also like you still can. Uh, yeah, you beat me to it. <laughs> I don't know why I started. I, I already said all the things. You said all the things, <laughs> and I, I I was dumb, and yeah. Uh. This this thing is great, and 
And then lastly, there's Machining Spark Hercules. So you want to take this one? Yeah, so uh, he has two skills. The first one is an act on Vanguard Circle only. Uh, once per turn, counterblast two. Choose five of your rearguards, stand them, and they get power plus 5,000 for that turn. Pretty decent. And then choose all of your opponent's units, rest them until the end of turn, and those units get... I'm sorry, until end of their turn, uh, those units get power minus 5k. Go on. And then he has another skill. Uh, you can soul blast uh, grade 2. Or sorry, you eat a grade 2 to soul. And then uh, you have this power gain, this unit gain power uh, f- plus 5,000 for every rested unit opponent has. So, prob- so, you know, if they have full field for some reason, they're playing Royal Paladins, this is plus 30k for eating a grade 2. That's pretty cool. Yep, and you can, I mean, in the you know, the skills combine in some way. Yeah. Where you can say, okay, I'm gonna counter blast. I'm gonna counter blast two. Rest all your shit. They are weak until my turn, and then I can eat a grade two to get big, or you can just eat grade twos to get big and not care. Yeah. Um, I do like that a that you can combine this with stag beetle, and both of them have the protect gift. By the way, we should have mentioned that, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it does kind of suck that Spark Hercules doesn't have a rearguard skill because that would be kind of so nice if it was interchangeable. But. We should say something about his first skill. It's all of your opponent's units get power minus five thousand. Oh wow! All of them. Oh hi, hi there, Alfred. Uh, do you want to be so, AK uh, for the turn? No. Yeah, you know, AK grade threes or seven K grade threes or whatever. So this is kind of an additional plus. Uh, Plus five k power, your uh, your your guards are getting. I don't need no force gifts. I'll make my own. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's uh. I think that's a, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, compare this to uh, the the Spark Hercules from from the days of yore. So, the original one was Limit Break Four. You counterblast two machinings. So when it attacks a vanguard, all of the van and rears are rested. You can pay the cost if you do. He gets 10k in a crit, and then uh, choose one of your opponent's rearguards and it can't stand. Mm-hmm. So, not only did it have like a hope you had to jump through, it was like, okay, I get 10k in a crit and I stunned something. Cool. This is like, alright, your whole field, fuck you all, and uh, I'm big now. And my whole field is big. So, haha. Pretty good. Yeah. Um,. It seems like, well, because we thought with, uh, what's his face, Phantom Black, originally, and this is Rupier's thought, not mine, but uh, the, the idea was to, you kind of use your protectives in an aggressive way, where it's all about, like, you know, you drop a card to try and, like, gut punch him before stuff really gets mm-hmm. out of hand. And, I mean, it's, it at least it seems like that... Uh, with you know spark hercules that you can kill them fairly easily sure hopefully. um it almost seems like they have too much resource gain for what it is though what do you mean like all right you counter blast two and then i i we have from these reveals two cards that can counter charge for you compared, mm-hmm. compared to nova grapplers zero right because so the, so they the idea here is that they expect uh, people playing these uh, these decks to go long. Yeah. Meaning that, like, 
the counter charge is more necessary because your games are going to go longer. Now, I, I, I do think there's a bit of a mistake for them here in that it's also going to go long for an overgoppler in some cases, especially in cases where you don't give them damage. Yeah. And then they kind of like miss that point somewhere along the way. I mean, hopefully if it goes that long, they're dead by the time that becomes a problem. Well, the, the, like, no, you know, if you can only give them a couple counter blasts at a time, like, or you, know, you give them like one and they're like, do I spend this or do I save it? And, you know, wait till they give me another one and not call anything. Yeah. And your opponent's gaining more and more advantage. And then, you know, Bad times. I mean, th- this also like feels patently different from OTT. Mm-hmm. So I like that they're doing this. That because Protect seems so generic for what it was. Right. And this somehow, some way, has kind of differentiated itself. Yeah. Probably because it feels well. A, because I'm sure the aesthetic is helping. Because with OTT, it's it's like, you know, gods and goddesses and statues and shit. And this is like fucking criminal bugs. Gonna kill you. Well, <laughs> we see they're keeping the stun and, like, that kind of stuff. But they're not, like, going all in on it like they did before. Yeah. Like, you know, there's, like, other things going on. So it's not boring and silly. Yeah. Speaking of... That was a mistake they could have easily made again. It's just, you know, like, oh, here's the same boring... Mega Colony is just like, you know, with no payoffs. Like, I'm going to stun your stuff and, like, never kill you. Yeah. Um, another card I wanted to mention was uh, something called Burner Ants, which was uh, an 8K grade 2 that you can you can rest it and you choose an opponent's rear guard in the same column as him and move it to an opponent's empty rear guard circle. And then also right. you can drop a card, stand him, and give him 5K. So that's another discard cost for a thing. Which mm-hmm. cool, but I I do think that like forcibly moving something to somewhere else, possibly, you know, to the disadvantage of your opponent, is a novel concept. Right, like shoving grade twos behind other grade twos, forcing them to like intercept or whatever. Yeah, or you could, uh, or or like let's say you're playing against Royals and they have a Star Drive Dragon or something. You go, all right, put that behind Vanguard. Right. Stuck with it now. Yeah. Cool. Get out of there forever. Yeah. So it's it, it's like a way of indirectly dealing with something uh, without it seeming too much like Kagero or right. whatever. Um, and, th- like, like it or not, this is a control mechanic. Um, do you think that Mega Colony is going to lean more into control as we get more reveals, or... I mean, I think that's the entire idea of the Protect Gift as a whole, is that they want longer games, which and have more power, and ha- you know have powerful ways of finishing it, much like Control decks elsewhere. So yeah, I think they're trying to line up with the idea of doing something powerful later, but you know taking time to get there, or like you know just having to wear your opponent out of resources, which is sometimes a problematic state uh, place to be, but just because. Uh, the grind game can be really hard sometimes. Yeah. Or at least hard, hard to balance. I mean, at least with this, you have ways to continue playing the game as opposed to Link Joker, where you just had to let it happen. Right. Just take it. Yeah. I wonder what's gonna what the deal is going to be with Brand Blue. 
Um, where like we we got an ep- an episode of the anime where you see Bastard on the boat, and he's like, "We pirates never lose," and then we just never see anything. <laughs> so, he lost. So yeah, yeah, he lost. Though we we don't get any effects or anything like that. I mean, in order to keep the pirates never lose thing, he has to not be a pirate if he loses, right? Yeah, I guess so. Wow. We also got a, a glimpse of uh, Goatee, the character who plays Grand Blue. We, we got a glimpse of his deck because he had it fanned out. And there's a lot of other returning units, so it seems like Bushrod is really... Dancing late. Cutlass. Yeah. Dancing Cutlass, Dragon Undead, Skull Dragon, Ghoul Cannonball. We would have legit reason to be upset if Dancing Cutlass wasn't in here. Why? I mean, it's Dancing Cutlass. Like, why would you want to play this game of Dancing Cutlass while it wasn't in Grand Blue? I mean, Dancing Cutlass never really wowed me for what it was. What? That card is sweet. It was fine. I mean, it, you had see, you had a rusty. Draw a card on it, Atlas. Yeah. And it also puts two things in your soul into your drop. Yeah. Which is much better. True. Oh, protect clans. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's going to be DI might be pretty sweet in the same regard because uh, they're protect clan, but they don't really have the luxury of games going on for a very long time. Yeah, because they're going to deck out. Yep. I wonder if they're going to do something like, uh, um, like Blader Mouse, right? Or like. Gil. I'm I'm sure like something Gil esque is gonna happen. I, I imagine they're gonna gain a lot of power and gain a lot of crits. Yeah. Alright. Plus twenty K power, two crits. My name is Amon. I am a tree. Yep. Yep. Are you gonna play them when that happens or DI? Yeah. Probably not. Oh. Well, I need to play um Dimension Police. Oh, that's right. Which, and uh, maybe Murakumo. We'll on, see. On 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 the stream, they showed uh, uh, art of Dayusha again. Yeah, it's just art, and it's like, okay, no. what, what is this for? <laughs> Didn't even get you excited a little bit. I mean, I want the effect. <laughs> so, like, I so we've already seen the art. Yeah. Like, uh, showing me the same thing. Like the first time I saw it, I was like, ooh, nice. And they show showing me it again will not have the same reaction. It's gonna have a strictly worse reaction. Now it's just like now I just think they're being jerks. <laughs> I mean, they, they do tend to do that with card reveals where they'll like show the uh, like the, the big like ooh check cutout. this out a month later ooh check this, this out you've literally like, already shown us this. <laughs> I, I think Bushiro tends to forget that like other people have the internet too, because like the, they'll, right? they'll show the they'll show the big cardboard cutout like check this out. Oh, cool. And then, like, two weeks later, all right, this is the reveal for today. But we saw that two weeks ago. Yep. But we didn't put it on our website. Well, we know, but, like, people have Twitter and stuff, so... It's just, all right, let me tell you about this invention called the cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what you can do is you can take pictures, and you can immediately put them on the internet. <laughs> no fucking way. Oh, um, I know. I, I, I like to think that the Boucherud CEO is just like an old dude who's like, these kids with their newfangled cell phones, they're not going to see our pictures. Same. <laughs> um, another reveal, this doesn't have to do with Protect Plans, but I just wanted to mention it because uh, it, it, it tickles me. Uh, 
there was a Spike Brothers card revealed uh, called White Tight End, and it's a bear in a football uniform. It's an AK yes. grade one. It says when it attacks, if you have uh, four or more rear guards during the battle, he gets plus 10k. So there is quite literally a giant awkward bear in Vanguard now. No? Okay. Nice. Yeah. But well, we're waiting for the Great Nature one specifically. Oh, what, Polaris? I, I, I really hope if they bring back Polaris, he's good. Because I loved his art, but his effect was terrible. It's, I would imagine. What, what, what did uh, Chris play? The character or our friend? The character. <laughs> uh, I, he did Leopold first, and then Polaris later, I think. Mm. So, yeah, because uh, Polaris came out set nine, I think. I wonder if it's going to be Leopold or Polaris. But this is so far in the future, who knows? This is like past October, right? Yeah. Absolutely. We don't, we don't even know what kind of clan Great Nature is to begin with, so... Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, we don't know that somehow. Yeah. Can they please, like, tell us stuff? That'd be great. Yeah. I I really just want to know what it, what it is so we can finally do our episode where we're like, all right, guys, this is what it is. <laughs> right? And then you're like, is it going to be good? Who knows? Yeah. Um, I feel like I should play a protect plan just for the balance because I don't have one. All right, have yeah, a, you'll play Great Nature. If it turns out to be one, sure. But oh, 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 oh. I'm okay but with what's, it. What's the current assumption? Force? Force. That, that's my guess anyway. And then with that making uh, Neonectar excel and then and then the Sudoku theory is complete but you know, we don't even know yeah. if that, that's going to happen. So I think most people would probably agree with that uh, guess, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Force kind of makes sense, I guess, but you're like just always thrown in regard circles. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it seems like protect, like while being like like I, I, everyone kind of had this thing like protect doesn't help you win the game, yeah. but I feel like the like for OTT's case, like its finishers are very strong. Well, yeah, cause, like there's like a lot of different strong finishers between uh, Imperial Daughter and that deer. Yeah, like the deer seem like like uh, John said last week. The deer seems slow, but you know, having just two crits on your opponent is like, oh god, like please stop. Yeah. So, I'm like pretty impressed with uh with what they're doing so far. Because yeah, it, it's with, looking... with with how they've handled OTT in the first set. Yeah, and the, how how they're handling meta colony like it's looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely makes protect clans look very appealing. And I'm not even like, and so I like kind of want to play one, but I'm not even sure which one I even want to play. Well, I'll let it happen organically. There's still more clans to be revealed and stuff. But I want to buy Misaki protect markers. They're very expensive. I I bought into an Ichi per, uh force marker. It was like a lot for what it was. Yeah, have you see, have you seen the stupid? Uh, Misaki one though. Yeah, it, it it's looks, so it's sixty dollars sold out basically. Good lord, and, and right? That, and that's like U.S. money, or is that like? Uh, I mean that's like Japanese money, so it's probably more expensive here for some reason. Well, yeah, because uh, waifu tax. And also the thing with protect lands is you're like showing them to the opponent, as opposed uh-huh. to force and excel markers. You're putting them down and putting cards over them, so it's not really a big deal as to what it is. Yeah, if you play uh, trash clans like uh like Nova Grappler, it's much cheaper. <laughs> I I do hope that they uh like I, I wish there was a way you could just buy 
eight each of each marker. Where it's just I'm pretty sure Nova Grapplers is a $50 deck in Japan. Wow. That is a very good way to get, get started. <laughs> it's just like no one wants to play it because all the other stuff is sweeter. Yeah. The VR prices are like 30 across the board, and then Riser is 10. Shame. Happens. The uh, it, Even Alfred is better than... Mm-hmm. Wow. Good lord. Mm-hmm. I think while like even the Royal Paladin was like really vanilla, I think Force is just really strong. Yeah. As the name implies. I wish yeah, there was Car- a way- Cargo is just Force with more bullshit, so it's a little better. <laughs> of course. Um, I wish there was a way that you could buy just like a bulk set of uh, you know gift markers where it's just the generic thing you get in the TV. Oh, I see. You know, like you get you get two uh, with each. Uh, trial deck, and then a third one that has like either Blaster Blade or Dragonic Overlord on it. All right, but consider this: you could just buy eight Misaki per deck markers. <laughs> That's only like five hundred dollars. Yeah, no nah, man. On it's... cards that don't even matter. Yeah, and they're it... not even like playable cards. They're just things you add to your hand. It's like my. It's like altering tokens in Magic. You know, it's like let's do it. Yeah. Um. Regarding uh, the control elements of Magic Colony, forgot to mention this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, how close is this to Magic's control metrics? Um, I feel like OTT is a little closer. Really? Because they have more filtering and uh, digging. Yeah. And Mega Colonies is kind of like slow. Slow. Because you're you're not like actively gaining advantage. You're just kind of, kind of stopping your opponent from attacking you, which is sometimes turns into advantage. Yeah. But against decks, against some matchups, that doesn't turn into advantage. Well, like Kagero or right. Like there are some decks in Magic that like are control decks based on removal. But yeah. if you're not playing against a creature deck in Magic, this deck does nothing. Hmm. Like I if mean... your opponent's not actually playing creatures, you just lose. I mean, a lot of the, the, like, with the Hornet and everything, it was about, you search for a three, it goes into soul. Hopefully that three is Stag Beetle, which you then get your cards back, and then, right. you know, go back into well, it. Well, my point is simply that, uh, how do I say, uh, Mega Colony is not gaining advantage or, like, filtering to cards that are important. Might come back to hurt them a lot. Yeah. Just because, like, against decks that don't need to call out of rear guards, you're going to be in a much worse spot than you would otherwise. Yeah. So, something to think about. Yep. Anything else to add about this, or? Uh, no, I think Protect is coming along, along sweet. Like, I'm, I, I want to play Protect Land. I'm just not sure which one. Yeah. Well, hope, hopefully your, uh, your, your journey inward will, uh, you know, fix itself. So, well, we'll see. But uh, like, what what else is protect that we? What, how many more protect lines do we have that we don't know? Um, let's see. There's. Am I supposed to just play Link Joker or something? Grand Blue and. Di. Di. Angel Feather. Oh yeah, Angel Feather seems really obnoxious. But I don't want to play Angel Feather. It says uh, United Sanctuary on it. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't want to have anything to do with it. So. Look, I have a problem, okay? Yeah. But I'm definitely going to play a Force Clan. That's definitely going to happen. And I'm probably going to play an Excel Clan. And I want to play a Protect Clan, but I'm not sure which one. Sounds, so right now. sounds like a plan. Yep. All right. I mean, I'm definitely playing. I, I need to. I need to max rarity of Force Clan. Mm-hmm. Now the real question is, do I need Origin rares of a uh, of Dilution? Um, All these tough decisions. I'm not sure. Well, and, you're supposed to say yes. Of course you do. Yes, of course you do. All right. Okay. There we go. See, was that so hard? No, it wasn't. All right. All right. Well, uh, you can uh, you can find us on Twitter at Nexus at Night or me at Atlas Novak and Matt at Wiggums. And uh, wow, not even letting me do it anymore because well, I keep forgetting. It's faster, right? Do you not. <laughs> do you want to do you want to keep doing it? You can. No, no. I want to harass you about not letting me do it this one time, so I can forget in future times. Gotcha. Sounds like a plan. Um, <laughs> I mean, like some podcasts have one guy do it at all. Some podcasts have everybody. Oh, I'm just giving you a hard time for the sake of giving you a hard time. Like, like it doesn't like even all... matter what happened. I'm yep. just looking for a way. Yep. All right. Well, until uh, next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt, and as Matt. it turns out. <laughs> and have a good night, everybody. <laughs>